So yeah, we can take this opportunity to go inward. Just to let yourself get comfortable. Use the lesson to go within. Mm. Take a few deep breaths. We have another beautiful review lesson today. Yeah, we have 177. God is but love. And therefore, so am I. We review. Actually, we don't review. We hate the sin, really. There is no death. The Son of God is free. There is no death. The Son of God is free. God is but love. And therefore, so am I. We can also sink into this other lesson for today. Now are we one with him who is our source? Now are we one with him who is our source? And then finish again with God is but love, and therefore so am I. God is but love, and therefore so am I. We can just let these reminders lead us into this deep inner state. We can allow this lesson to help you out and check in with your mind our beliefs in death. It may take different forms. Fears, anxieties, projections onto others, onto the world. These are different forms of the belief in that. So we release each one.
Learn that your mind is free. You are free. Again, we're here to release our fears, our doubts. Learn that right now, in this present moment, we're one. We're one with him who is our source. One with all our brothers and sisters and ourselves, not separate, not different, not something else. Jesus has said, we took a stranger in. We let the stranger take our home. We forgot to be at home. In our true self. We need to let the stranger go. To become one. Experience that we are one with God. With our source. That we can be only love. That is but love. Therefore, so am I. Just need to let go of some doubts. The Holy Spirit is here to fully join, to fully. Help and support us in this release of the stranger. The release of fear. This home in the mind is waiting. It's so close. Just had to open the door. Walk in. All that you've ever truly wanted 
is right here. Don't have to go somewhere to get it. Don't have to twist yourself up. All you have to do is welcome it in. I'm calling you. 
Like you're still water, singing the Holy Spirit's words. The Holy Spirit is always here to hold us. Always, always. There's no situation where we're not held. None. We may not believe it. We may not perceive it. What about that one situation? That, that one too? Yeah, that one too. That one too. <laughs> Even that one. Even that difficult one. Even them. Especially that one. Mm. But yeah, what happens? Why is it not felt always? Why is that? It's fear, fear that has been projected. as form. Projection makes perception. So the Holy Spirit is here in the mind saying, well, just release your projection, question it. Give it to me. It's not real and true. Can't be true. Loosen your grip, says, open your hands. Don't hold on so tight. Free yourself.
Yeah, so if anyone has something you want to free yourself from. Yes, I want to free myself from this super intense idea that I have changed. Um, it feels real for me. It feels that bodily attacks changed me. Now, of course, intellectually, I know that's not true, but the experience is intense. And this idea of a stranger has been on my mind for a few days, and I, I can't untwist it. My mind is stuck in a twist, you know, these adjustments to the world that we do. My mind seems to be stuck in one of these twisty adjustments, and I can't untwist it. But I feel like I've changed dramatically. I'm unrecognizable, and that other people didn't. So it's like, um, and so this thing that Jesus talks about when, when we feel safe in the world and we recognize our brother like we've known him all along doesn't happen to me. The opposite happens to me. I don't recognize anyone except like when we meet like this and after long meditations or after yoga and I relax and I see oneness. It's either oneness and presence and beauty or extreme, extreme trauma, the trauma of separation and feeling changed, different, dark, like I'm a dark character. Jesus even helping me slowly with the self-image because I'm not going to go from all this intensity and darkness to the light. So the self-image is so darkened. And, and this thing you talk about, hold on. I've been holding on for like so long. I don't want to let go because I don't want others to see this darkened self-image. So I just want to put it out there because it's just wrecking the mind so completely, I just cannot solve it. So that's that's all I can say about it right now. Thank you. Um, I hear that you would like you would like to release it. Yes. Shall we try together? Yes. Maybe just just allow the feeling. Just allow that feeling without really thinking or labeling it. Close your eyes if that helps. Mm. And just breathe, just connect with that feeling. Is it like control, tightness? No, it's just a high level of fear and anxiety um, of something. I cannot distinguish it. Some fear and anxiety. Yes. Can you feel it in the body somewhere? Yes, I'm, I'm 
literally trembling. I feel it um, in my chest, um, in my upper chest and in the diaphragm area. It's, the heart is pounding and the whole system is very anxious. And I have no idea why. Yeah. So in a way you're describing the stranger, the fear, the anxiety. That is the stranger. So there must be another part. Another part within or to me, like awareness. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes, like when this song came, uh, started, I, I did feel Holy Spirit's brace, bracing me. I do feel Holy Spirit beautifully, but when these super intense anxious thoughts come, I can't be present. And it doesn't attenuate, it doesn't come down. It's just, you know, it's still the fear of talking and communicating and connecting. And mm. um, the only thing that came to me today was was like this avoidance, like um, the avoiding talking to this guy that I've been talking about. It's part of the problem is like, if I did talk to him, then I will make it real. Like I will make the trauma real because Adam still denies the trauma. I could, just still be stuck in trauma, I don't know. I can certainly see the opposites of when I'm present and with Holy Spirit and it's nothing to do with the body. And when I'm totally and utterly the body, the you know, and and the fear and, and it's strange. I feel it's strange from people. It's not yeah, so when say, even when you say this you can see, there is some part that can see. Yes, there is a part you, can see, yes. That is observing this contracted part of you and, and mm. this, this fear or horror or this fear that you said you have changed and others haven't. It's like you're alienated. Yes. Um, yes. That must be the description of the separation. You're actually facing that fear. You're able to, you're actually looking at it. Yes, but what is it separation from people? It's like, I feel alienated from people, estranged from people. It's like, um, you know, I had a cat and when the cat was traumatized, 
she stopped knowing, she stopped knowing me. And I thought, wow, what a reflection. That's exactly how I feel, traumatized and unable to recognize my brother again. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's the separation. I just don't know how to solve it for me without spiritualizing it. Yeah, but you are you are practicing because you're doing your best to allow the feelings. And when the feelings are up, you're doing your best to witness them without drowning in them. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You know, as this washes through, eventually feelings will start to diminish. They won't be so intense. But in the thick of it, it does feel like a lot. It feels, it feels like a lot. So we take your hand. Just so you know you're not all by yourself as you do this. Yes. Thank you. Accepting. Yes. I, I, it, it resonates what you're saying. It's just intensity, and when the the intensity of separation, and when when it hits, you know, I almost wanted to hide from this meeting. But then I thought, what would be the whole purpose of me feeling these dark feelings if if they're not offered for the healing? Then I will truly be stuck with them <laughs> forever. So there is still a hope in me; they will go away eventually. I think the ego wants me to lose hope. Each time I open up to love, it's like, wow, like smacks me in the face. And so it convinces me that there's no hope. But that can't be true. So I live in hope. (laughs) Yeah. And it feels really good if you are questioning it. You are questioning the fear. Even to show up in the meeting, you know. Last year, you showed up in community, and that was very healing. It was intense. But I feel that, too, community is very helpful because you you get to be with people. Mm. And when you get to be with people, you know, you and you start to share and expose, you know, there is this perception will shift that you're different or that you have changed in it and others haven't. I don't know, it's going to be some kind of bridging of that experience. Bridging the gap. Filling up the pieces or holes. Sorry. Yeah, like I just see, you know, it's like holes in consciousness or splits or, you know, chopped up somehow, but it's going to become filled up. It's going to become connected again. Smooth, yeah. Yeah. Seamless. Holy Spirit uses seamless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think I keep falling in these ego potholes. 
they're quite deep and they're quite dark and I always despair that I'm ever going to come out. <laughs> yeah, and I think for you, it's helpful to question the stories or the conclusions. Say instead of don't really know. Yeah. I had a breakthrough thought this morning because I saw this guy and the fear was just so intense. And I thought, ha, huh, if I'm this afraid, there must be something amazing to hear here. It's like mm -hmm. the first time I think like that, because I always just go back into recoil and avoidance. And today is just galvanized <laughs> my determination to get that nugget of healing. Yeah, that's a nice approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's good. Facing the fear. Yes. Rather than just running away from it constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even as I share, I notice my feet are on the ground. Usually I just want to run from my own sharing. <laughs> and people seemingly staring at me with there are shifts. It's it's not an easy journey. Yeah. And you are interacting with yourself. <laughs> yes. That's great. Really. Thank you. Sharing, sharing the same mind. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This morning, I I just go to my computer and um, just do regular thing, and I'm just like I I'm clicking on a link, nothing open, and um, I, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on and at one point I realized uh, I, I need some help so and um, and I when I I really cannot stand calling people like uh, especially on the phone you know to for people to help me technically especially technically so I cook the kitchen I opened the uh, the dishwasher, broke the dishwasher door, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on, you know? And all of a sudden, like huge panic attack, and I'm 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 really trying to focus, but also not pushing it down, allowing it, and I'm praying out loud and saying, oh, Holy Spirit, you. Come and help me. I need so much help. I can just not stay focused. And all this time I'm praying. And all of a sudden I I hear spirit saying, call Apple Care, you know, to help me with uh, I have a Apple. So I call Apple and uh, right away, you know, uh, no problem. There's this lady, she's really nice, but we keep working and working and working. And 
oh my god at one point she says no uh, i i'm sorry i cannot handle this this is too complicated for me so she said okay hold on and um, i gave her my phone number i said if you lose me i, I please don't lose me we've been working for almost an hour okay finally another person the supervisor comes on and uh here they go again like making working and working on solving the problem i'm not competent enough ma'am i need to get somebody else so they get somebody else again and uh so we're still working on and doing like all kind of stuff and and i'm doing it and in the meantime as soon as i get um a minute you know i go back to my prayer but anyway anyway so at one point the line cut uh, cut off so i lost them so anyway it's just when i lost this the third expert if i can call it this way like oh my god it's so much loss like so there's so much panic and gosh and i know this is not real this is not real it's it's i've made this up and i i need to forgive myself for making this up it's not real it's not of god it's god does not create crap like this only my little ego can think of shit like this it sounds patricia like you're actually feeling the loss of god I and mean, this is really big what you're feeling But it's it's when I lost the third one. I, I you can't you cannot. It's not like you can dial up and so I have to to go through. Uh, anyway, I choose to join with you guys, and I need to to call them back because. But you know when you put the uh, the song. Oh my gosh, it's like the valve. You know. Mm. Yeah, I see I'm not suppressing this. I don't want to suppress. I expressing it. I want to give it to spirit, like spirit, like clean this up for me. I giving it to you. Yeah. I'm not keeping anything. Yeah. Fully allow it. Allow this feeling, this painful, this fearful state. The Holy Spirit is here and with you. And the problem, you can hand over the problem, this issue that we're working on with the technicians. You can hand over the problem. And as you join like this, the pain goes to this fear, this excruciating feeling of loss and being yeah, not being supported, not having resource somehow. Even this getting deeply. Yeah.
I so appreciate your support. Yeah. The problem isn't what it seems. It could be seen as a gift, but and maybe later you will, because you will see how it flushes up so much unconscious fear. And this fear has nothing to do with the problem. It's almost like the problem was a backdrop, flush it up. It's unrelated. Now we'll read you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for letting that all through. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting to, to look at fear, to love fear, to see how it's being projected onto something, like something like this for you, or something like the past for Mona. But it's not really about that. It's not really about what it's being projected onto. And it seems to make you so lonely, you know, in this experience of, of it. And so unsupported somehow. But we have no idea, you have no idea what, what is really with you. Light is really with you. And miracles, so I feel. Yeah, feel our miracles around the corner or under the veil somewhere, beyond the veil of this. So really, I would say sit back when you do your next call with Apple. Just sit back while you do the call, observe. Invite the Holy Spirit as you speak about the issue, you know. You may seem to speak, but you still can step back and observe. Yeah, but it's just, you know, they tell you it's you doing it, you know, like it's remote. So they get a hold of your screen and then they tell you, you do this, you do that. And, and then like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I know. But... You can actually still step back as okay. you do all of those things. Okay. Yeah. You can you can just follow the instruction and yeah, gently. And just switch it. <laughs> <laughs> can you remove my brain, please? <laughs> Done. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, thank you, Patricia. Love you. Love you.
Yeah, I'm, just, I'm in some pretty intense feelings today. A friend posted a picture of me on Facebook. And um, yeah, I saw the picture. And like, I've gained a lot of weight over the years. And I just, I saw this picture of me. And the ego was like this fucking like monster that took over me. It was like, you're so fucking disgusting. And like, yeah, it was just like so vicious. Like, look how fat you are. Like, no one's ever going to love you. And I just felt this like overwhelming, like self-hatred, disgust, and shame and guilt and and yeah I've just I've I've gone I've been healing this for so long and I'm just like fuck man it's still there like this hatred this like super intense hatred and and yeah, I just like last night I was just like, Holy Spirit, I just please. Yeah, I've done so much healing with this, and yet it's still really strong. And you know, after I saw that picture, I could hear the voice that's like, You need to diet, you need to exercise. And I can see in myself like I've done that a million times. And like some part of me knows it's not actually about my weight, but the self-hatred goes much deeper. But I think I'm just at a point where I'm like, I don't really know what to do about it. Yeah, like for so long I diet or exercise or. Mm -hmm. Well, there is some other methods too. What was that? Have you tried gentleness? Yeah, I think that's what I'm doing now. I'm like, I don't want to do anything about it. But at the same time, I'm like, this shame and the guilt and the, like, and the self-hatred, I just, like, don't know what to do about those feelings. Like, that's not gentleness. Self-hatred and the judgment, it's not gentleness oh yeah then then I don't know what to do <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying I like yeah I feel stuck in it like I'm not dieting I'm not gonna do all the things I've done in the past but I also if I'm being honest I still like look in the mirror and feel disgust <laughs> Yeah. But as you do that, I think the healing lies in releasing the interpretation, like release the image, give over the image of the body. The way, the way it looks, the way it feels, the way it appears, 
to give that over, that it's not who you are, the body isn't who you are. And God wants a miracle worker. There's a miracle worker here that, you know, that wants to extend and love and allow. And that, you know, form and shape doesn't matter. So from the perspective of being a miracle worker or being, being Christ, you know, you observe the form and the shape and, and say, well, let this be used. I want to be a vehicle for your spirit. I want to be, you know, I want to extend the truth. No matter how it looks. No matter what the vehicle looks or feels like. And perhaps so like I feel and I know the truth in that like some part of me knows that there's a wise part of me that's like there is a wise part of me that knows that to be true but I just the other voice of this like old 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 shame that I've had for so long I just feel like that's stronger so what is in the core what is in the core of that shame What do you mean? What's at the core? Like, what's the thought with it or something? What are you so ashamed of? What are you trying to hide so much? I think that's, I am asking that same thing. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I feel like that's a good question. Perhaps something like, I'm not good enough. Perhaps a belief, you know, like that. I'm not good enough. I'm not sufficient, you know. And these, yeah, I think these type of beliefs are underneath this perception of yourself. Yeah, it feels even worse that I'm not good enough. It's like disgust. Like it's mm. so, like I'm disgusting. Mm. Like something like that. Yeah, and perhaps there is a story with that. You can even allow healing of some, yeah, some um, childhood experiences of not being loved, not being accepted. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I want to know like where this is coming from because I've had this since I was a kid. And there's many ways I'm joyful and I know my worth and like I have all that, but then there's this, this that's always- that's actually the same eye as the, the shameful one. It's the same eye? It's the persona still, you know, so, but you can bring them together somehow in your healing. Bring together the, the shameful with that joyful, you know, and give them both over. 
Holy Spirit. Neither is true. What, like I'm not the joyful one or the shameful one? Not really. Not really. That's why you don't have to fix the shameful one. I feel like I really want to get to the bottom of it. Like I really want to, and I don't know if that's my ego or if that's like a, a healing impulse. Cause I'm like, this, this is, this is like that monster that's just always with me. And I want to, I want to heal it. And I know it goes deeper than like body image. That's just where it's projected, but I know it's a much deeper thing. But I'm just frustrated that I haven't been able to heal it yet. It's good that you want to heal it. Maybe just be a little conscious of the desire to like understand it or try to make sense of it because that that is not the same as healing it. Can you say more about what you mean by that? Well, it's just that there's the ego can hook in a little bit and trying to figure out, you know, the story or figure out how it all fits together. You know, when it's fully healed, there's really no story or at least no belief in a story. Yeah, so it's, it's like with that, I do really want to heal it. I guess I just don't really know how to because it's been years and years and years of like doing a lot of healing with this and it's still there. So I think I just, I feel discouraged that I'm like, oh man, it's pretty dark. Yeah. But as your desire for the light gets deeper and stronger, the dark is going to show itself. And just because the dark seems deeper than you've experienced before doesn't mean you're off track. Yeah, you're closer. You're actually closer to the light when it gets more intense. The ego gets more vicious as you come closer to reality. And it, stuff is flushed up. It's like in your face or in the Facebook picture that you saw, you know, that's literally in your face, you know, the perception of yourself. And the ego is so harsh to judge it, judge that image. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Just like, wow, this is vicious. Like just really watching like, whoa, how vicious that voice is. 
it's actually a prime opportunity, Daniel. It gives you a prime opportunity to look at this self-hatred, to look at this darkness, this spot in the mind, without trying to change anything at all. Just look. Forgiveness watches and waits and judges not. If I'm being honest, I do want to change it. <laughs> Just to say, like, I do want it. I don't want this. Yeah, and forgiveness changes everything. The shift from the wrong mind to the right mind changes everything. And this mission to change the form, you know, that is such a big preoccupation in this world, you know, that doesn't really do it. It perpetuates the illusion and the stuckness and the hamster wheel, you know. But the shift in your mind, that does it. So how do, like, how do I forgive this? Meditate on it. I can just let it all up, let the feelings up. Mm -hmm. Face the core of the feeling, the core of the self-hatred. It literally feels like a monster. Like Mm -hmm. when I picture that, it's like a big, dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how it can be when you face the ego. Getting a monster in your place. And you in in God's eyes, you're so lovely. You're so lovable and so lovely. And only love is what you are. The form and the shape and the figure. It's not even, it's not a concern, it's not a, an issue. It's not even, yeah, it's not even there. You know. Yeah, I want to know that to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I do, I have a hunch. I'm like, it's not actually about my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have a hunch. I'm like, that's just where the ego's projected it, but it's it's okay. something else mm-hmm. that's like scarier that I'm afraid to look at. Yeah. Well, you can you can do that. You can approach that. You're more ready than you think. prayer let me see what that is if it's not the body it's not this issue this situation holy spirit i'll take your hand let's look i want to see what that fear is that terror perhaps reading self-concept versus self can help it's a deep section, but you can you can try, you can give it a go and, and maybe not. Maybe you just sit with your feelings. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'll do that. I'll I'll read that section and yeah, just really go within and and ask like, what's this really about? It's good. Get another song. We'll play another song. I haven't seen any other hands up, so we'll play your song, Daniel. Okay, thank you. Thanks for being here with me. Yeah, it's good to be here with you. <laughs> very, very good. Okay, this is for Daniel in particular and for everybody else as well. <laughs> With 
the heart of God. Let me breathe with the breath of God. Let me live in the love of God. Dolphins leap playful from stormy seas. Smiles of delight on their face. Could they know the truth that can set me free? About trusting the currents of amazing grace. Let me see with the eyes of God. Let me love with the heart of God. Let me breathe with the breath of God. Let me live in the love of God. Let me see with the eyes of God. Let with the heart of God, let me breathe with the breath of God, let me live in the love of God, let me live in the love of God, let me live in the love of Thanks, it's about grace, <laughs> the eyes of God. Sierra, yeah. yeah. Hey, Graciela. So I, I'm just, when some, I'm just asking all the time how I'm feeling. And I'm just go there and I sit there and I stay there. And like yesterday, I was feeling awful when I I text to you. And it was like a, I was feeling like a, I can go through this. I, I, I will die or something like that. But uh, I'm facing it. Yeah. Yes. I think part of you are facing the self-hatred, actually, and the guilt and the shame is through uh, coming out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. Family, what this you is doing. so amazing. Yeah. This is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, it was uh, the the... It was when I talked to you, it was, I can't hold back anymore. I need to come out of the closet. Yeah. I was trying to make things work and I was trying to be the right person, be the right daughter, the right wife, the right mom. And you know what? I'm just not, I don't care. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Out with the road. Yeah. Beautiful. And how yeah. my, the relationship away. has changed. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. So let, let the roll roll away. Yeah, yeah. 
this is amazing because I'm just enjoying this because I was holding everything like I need to be the, the right one. I need to fix everything. And I'm, I'm not, you know, you know what? I don't care. I say what I've, I'm thinking. I'm, I, I don't care, you know, like. Uh, yeah, I would say you truly care. You're actually entering a true care when you allow yeah. yourself to be straight. Yeah. That's real care. That's care for your mind, for the whole universe. There's like no lying anymore. No hiding yeah. behind a mask or a role. Yeah, that's very caring. Yeah, so we want to turn it around from seeing it as carelessness to, oh, it's it's actually the one way. It's the, the, the only way. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to follow your heart, you know. The ego wants to put guilt on you, but there's no... No need for that. And thank you, everybody, for the support. This is so important. This is what is making me do this. It's like, uh, oh, I have support. I'm not alone. So I can do that. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Graciela. Love you too. Love you all. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Love, you. Love you. And we have Vanessa and Jonas. We came in here a bit late, but nevertheless. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Hello. We came in here like a kind of emergency. Um, huh? We are going through a lot of steps here. But mm-hmm. yeah, if, if we don't have time, we can maybe we can reach out to you after. Oh, perfect timing. We're, okay. we're yeah. Good. Well, I feel that's something going on in our relationship here. Um I don't know exactly what it, what it is. It starts with when I felt that connection with that guy and then I share with you and yeah this guy left this this situation was left behind but I think I'm I'm going through my process like I allowed myself to share to speak up for the first time maybe my life to say I have never I could never imagine that I could be married and share if I feel something for someone else, you know. And I, I, I was so powerful for me, for my process, say, yeah, I'm feeling like this. But Jonas goes so intense and reflecting my fear, my doubt, thought, or whatever, that I, I always step back. I, I have this strong belief that, I, no, I should, not, I should not have shared because now, I'm paying the price, like it's so intense, you know. And and yeah, now I feel I don't feel happy. I feel lost. I feel I don't know what to do with this relationship. And 
I'm going through a lot of anger and um, um, yeah, I, I, for me, I just, I, what I want to just have a safe space where I can share, where I can talk about. But whenever I try to talk about something that there are so much, um, yeah, it's intense. Blame and is, you know, and I'm getting tired. Like, I'm getting tired of this. Get, Maybe yeah. we can work a bit actually with Jonas. Yeah, sure. Perhaps this, uh, yeah, this has been painful and, and then this intensity. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yes. And and it's funny because when I have some anger come up, it's, it's, you know, it's like a wave of terror. It's like a wave of frustration, right? And most of the times I will run to the bed and I will like jump as high as I can and fall into the bed like with both knuckles or now I have intense reactions. Yeah. But I feel like I'm under control. You know, it's not like I've never been physical or been close to her and threatening her it's like I run away it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like under control it sounds like fury yeah yeah it's like fury, fury but I'm under control in the sense that I'm not doing any harm to anybody you know uh, and perhaps even as you know you do need to let these emotions out and perhaps I don't know if you have a forest nearby or a big field where you but can go. There's no time to that when this comes up. It's so intense and what I mean is, you know, to go and take care of it without letting it out on Vanessa actually. Scream and yell into a pillow. Or, you know, these emotions are so strong. It's like it's like a core fury coming out. Yeah like yeah but uh, the devil is like yeah the devil is inside of me in these moments i know that and that's also why i choose for example to go to another room um and you're not right what? you're not right i'm not right the perception is not right the righteousness is not right yeah. You're not right. Hmm. This whole world is a projection. Projection makes perception. Like you see what you believe there. And there's no other thing going on. This core fear, this rage is up for a reason. And it is for you to heal it. It's for you to forgive, not to be right about it. You're not right about it. Mm. And you don't have right to, yeah, to be anything but kind and loving and peaceful towards Vanessa, actually. But well, you yeah, you have I'm, afraid that, I'm afraid that I do not have that level of control. And I think, to be honest, I think nobody would have. Maybe it's Barrett or something, or Matthew, but <laughs> since you also saw her in a relationship with Matthew, you know, it's like, 
It's like maybe I'm just not good enough, and that's my point here. It's like maybe I have maxed out now. Maybe I I have I have given my best shot. It was never guided. We got together. Now she met another guy. That's fine. You know. Jonas. Jonas. It's been guided all along, and this is just the fury that has been in you also all along. And now the relationship has reached a point when it's time to face it. It's been not been time before. It's not been ready before. This is why it's happening. There's nothing wrong in what's happening. And what has happened, it's already over. And as I explained, it's already gone. It's already passed. But the fury is still here. So this is your opportunity. This is a core belief, a core unworthiness in you that you're working through. And I think you're doing great, you know, but I just want to give you some guidelines, which I did. So just keep going with it and trust and don't believe in those conclusions that it's over and that's you're not good enough. And, you know, I think you bought into something here that you don't have to buy into. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, um, but it, it has been seeming very, very challenge, challenge, challenging, yeah. Mm -hmm. And after this situation happened, where we kind of had this download to open our hearts to everybody that night there with him, um, and then I got sick and I've been like sick for seven days, um, but sick in a spiritual way, where it's like spirit has really been working with me. Uh, and I have been going through hell in that sickness and fear of death and it's like been the most intense uh, mental uh, process as well right and I keep saying that to Vanessa like we need to also find some space to talk and I know I'm an annoying mother that talks a lot and I'm a narcissist and I'm a but well, Jonas pause for a second here yeah you, you're actually not real in your right mind so you're not really in a wise place to make decisions. So the decisions, you know, you need to give up this decision-making about how it should be or where she should be or how, when you should talk. You need to give up those because it comes from rage. There's a rage there and that's the core. This you need to face as you project all over her and that's not helpful. Yeah, to okay. out go take a walk or go to the other room like you're doing, you know, because I, I think it's temptation. What's that? I do take a lot of walks when I'm triggered as well, yeah. It helps. Yeah, and it's a temptation whenever you get angry at her, you know, and, and this is how it goes in relationship. You know, they, mm -hmm. there is projection and it has to, the darkness has to come up. But you do have to take responsibility for your mind, for your feelings, and for the direction of your thoughts. Look at the direction of your thoughts. I can tell you I'm, I'm doing that. And mm -hmm. after, after I'm beginning to practice Joe Dispenza every morning, and he makes you visualize like how joyful you can be, for example. And then the, the anger is a big, big contrast to that. So it's like, more and more I can see, wow, I can use my mind to see joy. Um, I feel so much hope. I feel so much, I feel a lot of good things are happening 
but there are just these small moments where I get angry and then it's like, this is what she focuses on because we don't spend time together anymore. Yeah, watch, watch your mind, Jonas, because there are like these traps in your mind and they're repetitive traps that you fall in again and again. So you want to start to become like a trap detective. You want to notice these traps because the more you are really seeing these mind traps, these traps of thought patterns, you're going to fall into them less and less. Mm -hmm. And then there is one more thing also that I need to hand over. And I think this is also pretty um, core to what we're going through. Because after she allowed herself to feel that thing for the guy there, um, at the day after or recently after, I met a girl. And it seems that she, we have this beautiful connection. We have just chosen to have it as a friendship now. But she plays music. And she's a an amazing singer. And Vanessa said to me, you can just text with her and you can explore what you're feeling. And yesterday I met her randomly there and we talked for a couple of hours and it felt great. So she's in my mind and I'm expressing this with Vanessa. Um, and Vanessa actually was able to let go of the guy because I could feel how much I was appreciating Vanessa. And now when I got into this, now, when I got into this with the girl, um, my mind is into that now. And now she wrote the guy again. And it feels like there is something here that we don't know how to deal with. There. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I just get the question why? 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 Are we, yeah. Look why at the movie. Yeah, look yeah, at your motive. Why you are uh, why you're engaging with a girl, you know? I think sure there can be collaboration with somebody or whatever, but you need to look at your motive if there is revenge because you're still furious, you know, and so so the motive isn't really pure here. And so you need to really look at your mind and and really 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 ask for guidance. Really. Yeah. Okay. The guidance. Yeah. The guidance is there. Okay. It's gonna to lead you. Yeah. yeah. The thing and is, I yeah. I don't know if you really fully even heard Barrett, you know? <laughs> becoming a trap detective, you know. Uh, yeah. That's, and it goes along with this with guidance. Mm, okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, it seems like we almost both believe that there is a, an assignment with the other person. And the funny thing about this girl is she's called Emily. And the day where, where Vanessa met the guy, I had had dreams about my ex-girlfriend, Emily, for two weeks. And in the dream, I said to Emily, can we be together? And she said, yes. And then I meet this Emily like three days after. So we are both pretty fucking messed up, you know? And it's like, I feel I have a really, really strong love connection with this girl. And it's so confusing. Yeah. What? I don't think you messed up. I don't think you, I mean, the human condition is messed up. So yeah, you're, you're a bit confused, but but I think it's just, you're just in a passage here of your relationship. 
It's an invitation to go deeper. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Because you're still so angry. So this you're not in a good place to entertain new relationships. Um, okay. you know, okay. I don't feel like the Holy Spirit is recommending open relationship or okay. Amory or you know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, mm. it's funny because what you what you call anger, I feel it more like uh, I'm shaking. It's like an intense healing I feel going through, and it might be anger that is releasing or something, you know. Yeah, it could be like yeah, an addiction to adrenaline, you know, this kind of go go kind of kind of intense energy. So it's like you you have a wall. It's a little bit of a wall towards Vanessa, towards God, you know, it's a bit... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Towards all of my brothers. Mm. And that's also why this woman that I met there, she felt like, because I have not been able to want to break through that wall and go into collaborations, and it felt like she could be the the little the spark for me to actually want to, you know... No. No. Okay. So no polyamory, no bullshit. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can accept it. We both took our rings off today. She started. <laughs> but maybe it's okay to have them on. Maybe it's okay to put them back on each other's finger. Yeah. Mm. No games. I feel like the Holy Spirit is like a little bit firm here. <laughs> Saying like no games. <laughs> mm. Mm. Don't need games. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And I would suggest that it's not it's not even these dynamics, this idea that Vanessa, you know, has, has some things come up for her around another guy or that you have some things come up for you around another girl. These are not actually what's, what's so terrifying. I think what actually is, is the bigger fear is that the love you guys have for each other is, is bigger than any of this. Hmm. Yeah, standing at the threshold of a really, really big love, hmm. and maybe you're both a little afraid to say yes, I want this, but you can. Both of you can. Hmm. I even think you might come up with a little ceremony just for the two of you when you put your rings back on each other's fingers like make it a sacred moment mm. it deserves to be mm. yeah why do and you think we married you <laughs> <laughs> not for games <laughs> What did you say? Why do you think we married you? 
Thank you so much. Love you guys. Yeah. We're with okay. you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's with you too. <laughs> oh, the love of God. <laughs> Looks like some. Yeah. Is there more healing waiting? <laughs> yeah. I really feel like I don't know what I'm doing right now. So, and, but I, I can see in my mind, there's this very deep place that maybe I've never really shared this before, but it's like, I'm going through a lot of suffering and fear and fear because I'm not sleeping and, oh my God, what will, will happen? I'm not sleeping. Uh, it, will it get worse? Will I lose my mind? Um, and there's this thought that so there's one part where it's like, okay, I need to take a sleeping pill. I need to take something so I can just rest and then be present during the day because it's often very challenging to can't feel like I can't read. I can't, can't use my mind to figure things out. It just doesn't seem to work. So I see myself reaching for magic to for some help and I'm kind of, I've been frantic about that going all over the place. Very hard to sit with myself. And so I want this relief, but then there's a fear that if I seek relief, I'll mess somehow mess up the deeper healing. I'm going to not get it. I'm not going to get the real healing. I'm not, gonna and and my mind has also built it up to i'm not going to get enlightenment like this high does it even know what that is not you're really. not gonna you're not gonna not get the healing <laughs> the healing yeah. is inevitable and you can't really affect it sure if you take some drugs to get really drugged up by you know sleeping pills you know that that probably isn't so supportive but if you need some magic to support you temporarily you know to just calm down or you know if you feel like that's not going to delay you or anything and if you choose to not do that it's not also not gonna affect anything in terms of healing you know it's the healing is, and it, because it comes from your desire, the desire for enlightenment is there, you know. And this is just a period where you are facing some deep, deep fears. Deep fear of change or 
Yeah, in fear of the unknown. Yeah. And it, it seems like I'm getting caught up in thinking I'm responsible somehow, I guess. That yeah, somehow I, hasn't it been enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the idea of right or wrong, what is right and what is wrong. But out beyond ideas of right and wrong, there is a field. And meet you there. You're doing great. I hear that from spirit. Thank you. Yeah, it's just a little period of unsettling. Maybe you did read the development of trust and talks about those periods. There is some unsettling. Yeah. Thank you. Lots of love. Yeah, lots of love. <laughs> See you soon. Yes. Like a month or less. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, maybe I will ask a question. Mm. And it's so beautiful, so, so beautiful. And we're in a park and big trees. And <laughs> I felt so much joy. But there's a, like, a voice saying, how dare you be happy and, and feel joy and express it. Like feeling it in my room, it's okay, <laughs> you know. But there is this this part of me just wanting to contain and I sometimes don't know what to do to to loosen up to to really feel free um, sympathy, okay this story I used to share about this man who was there um, when the twin towers went down and he he was out for a walk um, a friend I know he, he was there and he was walking and he was in such joy and strength he was doing his daily course lesson and he walked there just a few days after you know, 9-11 in New York City. Yeah, yeah. right at the spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like two days after something. And 
so he walked along there and he, you know, doing his lesson, such joy. And then he saw a man on the other side of the street and he, the man looked sad and he had this thought, oh my God, what if I can disturb this man's mourning? Maybe he lost people, you know. But if I can disturb him with my joy, I shouldn't feel joyful in this situation. I shouldn't, you know, I need to, I need to close down. And his intellect and his brain started going like that. And he, and, and he forgot his lesson. And that moment, his whole perception of the whole scenario changed from this joyful, high state of mind, suddenly, he could smell the stank, he could see the misery, and he felt so bad. <laughs> but, and this was like instantaneous when he had this doubt thought about this man. And I don't know if it was the same man or another man, but suddenly this person comes up straight into his face, started rapping, he's a rapper, he's a black guy, he's a rapper, and he says, to him, I can see by the way that you feel that you know that none of this is real. <laughs> because yeah, he had, he realized what he was doing. He realized he forgot his lesson and everything. And he was like, oh, I want to come back to my right mind. And as he had that thought, this, you know, rapper was <laughs> so yeah, true empathy. True empathy is, is all is everything. It's all you need. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. True empathy, strength. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone for hanging in here tonight. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. It's been it's been great to be with you. Yeah, we love you all. Yeah, big heart hugs and hearts <laughs> and love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're available. If anybody else wants to reach out. Yeah, this love is endless. Endless, without end. That's it. Good night. <laughs> See you all.